Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, an entity appears out of nowhere in the back seat of a woman's car. What did it want? Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to show your real ghost stories with us. Of course, you can also go to our website, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Get access to all of our bonus episodes, advanced episodes, all commercial free. The ebook, the audiobook, you get all that when you become an extra podcast person. We call them EPPs, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to get in on all of that. It's uh, Tony and Harper with you on today's episode of the program. So what are you going to be for Halloween? Write in the comments. <laughs> huh? What are you going to be for Halloween? What am I going to be? Yeah. What was the thing you said after that? Right in the comments. Oh, right in the comments. Um, I don't know yet. I mean, I'm going to guess, you know, I because I, I'm so uh, unpredictable when it comes to Halloween and what I'm going to be. Because for every year of the last 30 some years, I've been a zombie. So very unpredictable. <laughs> I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Um, so I don't I don't know. Maybe a zombie. I think I might just mix it up a little bit. Can I be a zombie Lucy? Now, that would be interesting. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would totally be cool with that. <laughs> I think I want to do that. Zombie Lucy. Yes. Wow. And, and the thing is, like, you'll go trick-or-treating and somebody will just see the hair and go, oh, it's Lucy. And then you turn around and it's zombie Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, hello. <laughs> That's, uh Yeah. That will uh, that will certainly make uh, make some people's nights seeing uh, Zombie Lucy. That'd be awesome. If anyone's ever done a Zombie Lucy, I'd imagine somebody has. But um, I've been Lucy, but I've never been Zombie Lucy. I bet there's not been a lot of children that were Zombie Lucys. I could see that being like more an adult thing. Yeah. But um, well, there you go, Zombie Lucy. It is. That's awesome. I, I'm going to be. I don't know if I'm going to be a character zombie or if I'm just going to be be a, a zombie. Be a zombie Karen. <laughs> I would like to speak to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> would I? Wouldn't it be better if I was the Kevin yes. rather than the Karen? But yeah. So all right, eight five five eight five three forty eight zero two. Our phone number to share your real ghost stories with us let's go to our first uh our first one it says my name is charlie i'm from michigan i also messaged you on facebook because i have a picture that i sent that goes along with my story i tried to upload it here but the file's too big it's kind of a two-in-one story so sorry if it's long we'll start with my dad we had lived in this place for a while with nothing happening until one night my dad woke up and could not move and saw a lady leaning over him with her long hair falling on either side of his face. When he could move again, he turned on the light and she was gone. That was the only experience he had there. Fast forward about five months later, we were moving out everyone, but my sister had moved their stuff out, so I met her there to help her get the rest of her things. She got there before me and started getting her things out of the shed. 
I pulled up listening to music and wanted to finish the song I was listening to. My sister started saying something, but I could not hear what she was saying over the music. So I held my finger up to tell her to wait. She started freaking out and yelling, so I turned the music down to hear, and she was yelling at me to get out of the car right now. I tell her I'll get out in a minute. I just wanted to finish my song. She was really panicking at this point in tears and says, no, seriously, get out of the car. So I get out angry because she's rushing me. When I get up to her, she tells me, I see somebody behind you. And I'm like, oh, BS, stop freaking out. She said, I'm serious. I saw a woman behind you. She had long hair and really long nails. She looked evil. So skip ahead. We finished loading all her stuff onto the trailer she was pulling. And we start to take off. But before we make it out of the driveway, she put the truck in park, got out crying, and told me that the lady in my back seat was on the back of the trailer holding on. So we eventually get out to where we're going, and I decided to snap a picture of my back seat. And there she is. Someone was in my back seat. But the story doesn't end there. Remember the part about my dad? He was telling someone what happened to him, and it clicked. I showed him the picture. He said that's the same lady he had seen leaning over him in bed. Thank you so much for taking the time to read this, and if you have any questions, please contact me. This is just one of many stories I have. Really enjoy your podcast. I'll become an EPP as soon as I pay my bills. Well, that's terrifying. Something latching onto the back of your vehicle? Something in your back seat, and you have a sister that's literally screaming you like, Get out of the car! And then later on, telling you there was something evil in your back seat. I think if anyone is shouting at me, get out of the car, in a frantic way, I'd get out of the car. Yeah, I I, want to just sit there and listen to the song. I think I'd be like, I mean, it's one thing if it's like, you know, everybody's just kind of like, you're like, hey, I think it's about tone and, and the way it's being delivered. It's like, hey, come on, get out of the car. I, and if I guess if you're into your song, okay, cool. But if it's like, get out of the car! Oh my god! Like, hang on, let me finish my song. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Like, I, like I, no, what, you don't yeah. do that. What? Uh, I guess my question is like, that 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 all I think depends on the appropriateness of of the reaction of listening to the song longer. That's it, what- it's it's. I want. I'd be curious. Was it a frantic tone? Did you did you think that your sister was just kind of like, eh, get out of the car? Or, or did it feel the other way? Because I get it if it was the other one why you would sit there. But I'm just, I'm picturing the other, so. It's like if a serial killer was coming for you and your sister was like, oh my God, we have to run. And you're just sitting there like, eh, I want to finish my song. <laughs> I don't think it's probably how it went, but that's how I pictured it too. Yes, yes. So anyway, we're not trying to make fun. It's just kind of a funny thought there. On Yeah. Get out of the car. Like, <laughs> hang on. Get out of the car. Really want to finish uh, this Madonna song. Hang on. Um, uh, <laughs> it's a really good song. It's, it's worth my life. <laughs> uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online. Let's go to another letter. It says, uh, not my story, but rather some answers to questions you presented during your podcast uh, airing uh, back in May on the 5th of 2021. Uh, the... Someone asked why the children heard the commotion made by the by the demonic entity while the father heard nothing. I went through two years of living in a house with a demonic entity in which the same thing occurred. My bedroom was directly above my parents' room, yet everything that went on in the front room 
went unheard by my parents. These sounds were not soft. They were aggressive sounds, like my bed coming off the floor and slamming back down. These things are capable of isolating rooms from the rest of the house. Once it started, some uh, something, events happened every night. Later, it did eventually go after my parents, but until that, it was first me and then my sister, who was 10 years younger than I, and not as equipped to deal with it as I was. It is true that children are more inclined to have paranormal experiences, know things they could not. I don't expect this to be your belief, it's however mine. I've been able to see the dead since I was incredibly young, young enough. I had no comprehension of what death was, so I'm speaking from personal experience. So take any of this as you will. I stopped long ago caring what other people thought. It used to matter to me, it does not anymore. My truth is mine alone and only to be accepted or rejected by others as they see fit. I'm a recovering Catholic and have been a white witch for some time now. It's the only philosophical path that makes sense to me. Consequently, I have leanings towards Native American beliefs, which are in some ways similar. I do not believe in organized religion because once human beings have tried to shape it, it is the minute it is hopelessly corrupt. Faith is personal, and there are many paths. Mine was only one, but I digress. My apologies. Children once born have one foot in the spiritual plane and on the other side. Therefore, they seem to, as I said, know things they should not. See things that adults cannot. They've not been told that their experiences are not possible. They believe because alternate influences have not impacted them yet. That comes as they mature and parents and other adults systematically take that ability away. There are some like me who have maintained their gifts because in part I'm an introvert. I also feel that being dyslexic as relates to a mental block may be a contributing factor. I hope you get some usefulness out of this. I love your podcast and listen religiously because you know you can be religious about anything. Thanks for reading. Bless B. Kimberly W. Well, well, with the whole like children being able to hear the demonic spirit and the parent not, that just makes you like, like, what if the child came up to some, came up to the parent and just like, I hear screaming. Yeah, I mean, and if you're the parent and you're not hearing it, I mean, you would, I mean, honestly. I'd be concerned. And the first thing that's going to come to my mind that was not like ghosts or demons, I'm going to be thinking there's something wrong with my child. Yeah. And they're, that they're hallucinating these sort of sounds or what are, what are they picking up? Um and that, you know, you'd think there's some probably a mental disorder or something going but on. But then there's like the whole like, like bed getting off of the floor. Yeah, then you add all that into the mix. And then it's just like, what the hell? Get the hell out of that hell. Yeah, it's... Uh, Get some help. Yeah. It's interesting though, The uh, some of the points that they made about kids um, uh, when they're really young you know being closer i guess you know to that other side the only other time you're as close to you know not being here physically is death yeah so uh, and they always say that you know people on either end of that scale uh if we're talking just age wise um are more sensitive to to some things and sometimes can pick up on things that uh, that others can't um but i mean it's interesting i you know you had your one thing that you said when you were real little the titanic no, no, what what about the Titanic? 
remember when I had that experience on the Titanic museum. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about that. I'm talking about something oh, you said. Spaceship. Yeah. Spaceship. Yep. Because you were, you know, one and a six. half or so. You were six. No. <laughs> <laughs> Six. Three. <laughs> no, you were younger. You were oh, like God. you were like one and a half, two. You could speak, you know, little sentences that made sense. Um, and you had said <coughs> excuse me, you were brushing your teeth, and then you said, Daddy, I died. And I'm like I, at first I'm like, I don't think she knows what she's like what that means. I'm like, what do you and I so I said, So what do you mean you died? Because I wanted to get a better understanding of what what you were meaning by that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and uh, you then uh, said, I died. There was a fire. And you, you started getting like, okay, well, maybe she does have a clue what death means. If, if you're, thing? you're talking about, you know, fire and something like that. Like, okay, well, tell me about that. And this is what I think is so important with parents. When your child says something like that, especially when they're real little, the, I guess so many people's reactions like like no you didn't <coughs> and they just they just shoot it down it's like there's a reason your child is saying this it may not necessarily make sense but try to understand why they're saying that and that's how you can kind of you know if it is a behavior thing and not you know something else you know that's how you can kind of curb that but um you were just you got descriptive you're like there was a spaceship and they were like you were using terminology you did not have knowledge of like they're like we had to abort the mission uh and something about like the orbiter or the capsule or you you used a term of of some type of space capsule basically um and i'm like what and and i died i died in the fire and i was just like what the heck now, here's an interesting thing on that. We had recently been at a space museum um, and there were some parts in that museum I did not take you into because I thought it would be kind of a little too much to understand like what it was. And one of those things in that museum, when I think back to it, and again, I did not take you there. You did not see any part of this story in the museum when we were there together. And I knew everything you were watching on TV at the time too. So I know you had not been exposed to this, but there was there's an area in that museum uh, where uh, it, it has part of the, the capsule where uh, some astronauts did die in that way uh, there. Uh, I forget which I think it was one of the Apollo missions. Um, it was one of the they were in their capsule. Maybe it wasn't Apollo. It might have been the one before that um, they're in their capsule. It was trying to launch, didn't launch. I th and then somehow the where they were strapped in caught on fire and they couldn't get the escape door to open and they burned alive. It was horrible. Um, and that is in that museum that we had just recently gone to. So the space part, I was like thinking, well, maybe, you know, we were just at a space museum, but there was nothing that you saw, like I said, that that was about any death we didn't see anything about challenger or anything like that at that museum um and and then you and but, then, but, that, but it did exist in the museum because i've seen it you know areas i didn't take you to 
and then you're suddenly talking about dying in a space capsule that way, but you still had no knowledge of it. So there's there's two things that I that come to mind with that, where it's like, you know, were you know, is that a past life thing that that was you or were did something follow you home and kind of attach to you and tried to use you to share a message by giving you memories of something that wasn't you necessarily, but you know, it's like a download, like here's the data quick. And then you're just a little kid, like rattling it off, not being possessed, but just kind of rattling off information that you have, but you don't know why you have it. So I don't know. I mean, that, that that's, it was just kind of interesting because there was literally the, the, the wreckage of that disaster in that museum physically there. So the, you know, the piece that those people died in is right there. Be like having a car that, you know, somebody died in and that's the car, you know. Um, somebody's thinking there may be something that was attached that, I don't know. I have no other explanation. Yeah. And then you look at the Challenger and just wonder, like, that seems very resemblant for, to what I said. That one... Yeah, I mean, there's been a couple that that you could, you know, reference. And yeah, Challenger, you know, would be one, too. So I don't know. It's interesting. It was um, it was interesting. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. As my computer slowly loads the phone call. Sing us, sing us a little song while we do this. The internet sucks these days. <laughs> it's not necessarily the internet. It's, uh, well, Google Drive just decided they should change every single thing on your computer uh, and how it functions. Oh, well, what do you know? And then had to reload and download like gigabits after gigabit of files. Uh, okay, now it's, oh yeah, that was really efficient, Google Drive. Thank you for all that. All right, here we go. Let's hear your ghost story. Hello, this is uh, Jack from Essex, England again. Uh, I called in around this time last year, actually, about the um, quote-unquote got me gotcha, the spirit that seemingly followed my uh, my ex from her childhood. Um, so, new story from my, uh, my wean years, which was oh, about 5,000 years ago now. Uh, um, I was pretty much the the designated technical support from everyone, for all everyone I knew since like age eight. And uh, there was this one time I was at a friend's house and I would have been like 12 or 13 at the time. Uh, and I'd been asked to fix his sister's computer in her room. I, I'd been there about 30, 30 minutes, uh, working my way through the thousands of pieces of malware she'd somehow downloaded, mostly from those you know, free smiley ads that used to scream at you when you loaded a web page, if you remember those. Um, everyone else, my friend, my friend's mum, uh, my mum, his sister, were all sort of outside at the time. And um, her room is kind of oddly placed, if you can imagine. It's kind of at the end of an upstairs corridor, uh, a bit of a weird angle directly next to, uh, directly next to her door is, uh, is my friend's bedroom. So when you're in either room, you can't really see what's going on in the corridor because the door itself mostly blocks your view. Um, 
the spot where our computer was was like the only place in the room where you really had a decent view of the corridor. So I'm working away and um, out of the corner of my eye, I see someone uh, turn from like climbing the stairs and start coming down the corridor. And I, I think nothing of it at the time. I say, hey, and I keep focusing on the computer, like no response, but I'm still focusing on trying to figure out how to save the, uh, the dying animal in front of me. Um, and the figure passes, passes by and like slips into my friend's bedroom and I get really uneasy. Um, I look into his room just to see who was there and there was nobody. Nobody was there. Um, it's a bit weird, but you know, I, I tried not to think about it. Uh, later on, I, I bring up the subject to my friend asking if um, anyone had come upstairs when I was there and like, nope, they, they'd all been outside, outside at the time. Um, but he knew exactly what I talking I was talking about because they'd all seen it. Like his family had this, um, had, every one of them had seen it. Uh, and his family had like this above ground pool in their garden that you could kind of see from the, uh, a window in the, in the upstairs corridor. Um, and they told me about this one time that he and his sister were like looking out into the garden from upstairs and they saw what seemed to be like a pair of boots just sitting at the bottom of the pool, sort of like bubbling, like air was escaping from underneath, underneath them. Um, and his sister chimes in and, and mentions that she thought she'd seen like an invisible pair of legs in the pool as well. I mean, granted she, she was like eight at the time, so, you know, but, um, but she, she said it was like the water was war- the, the water, sorry, was um, warping around someone who wasn't there. Um, like fast forward a few months, and my friend and I are sort of sitting on his bed watching telly, um, and through a crack in the doorway, I, I see the same figure like pass by, or I've seen the same figure. It was it was pitch black, um, but this time it was much more in view and I could make it out like it was the shape of a person like it was previously it just looked like a black blur uh, and I look at my friend and he just sort of nods at me with his eyes like agape just like I'm sure mine were and I kind of creep my way to the door and I look around the corner and no one was there except for his sister just talking on MSN like she'd been the whole time I was in the house it's not really like it's not that old of a house but it's built on um an old farming estate that dates back to, I believe, the um, the 1100s. And, you know, frankly, there's very few places in my hometown that I wouldn't expect to be haunted in some regard. Um, but that was it for, like, 12 years. I eventually lost contact with my friend, as people, you know, want to do when we grow up. Um, but the bit that I think is really interesting, like, my, um, my friend's house is on this row of houses, all with gardens that are backed up against a very large field. I think they grow potatoes. <laughs> and the thing, the thing about that field is it's a really convenient shortcut, like, very, very convenient between, like, a few different places in the town. You know, obviously the farm do a gun on me and a few other friends when we tried to go across it, like, when we were kids. Um, but, you know, time saved, too good. Uh, the time saved is too good to pass it up. So I'm taking the shortcut about five years ago, passing by like my friend's house. Uh, we're in the distance, but not so far away as you couldn't like clearly meet, make out people in their gardens. I'm just sort of absentmindedly staring into the garden, wondering how he's doing these days. And I, I see, I, I see the same figure, or I, probably the same figure, 
this tall, dark figure just standing clear as day, right next to the fence. You know, it looked identical to how I remember it seeing, uh, looking as a child, um, like looking right back at me. Might have been turned away from me, but you know, I sort of start creeping my way towards the fence, trying to figure out if I'm just seeing something, and it, it begins to move back towards the house. And you know, by this point, I'm pretty much 100% certain that it's not anyone that actually lives there. And eventually that's kind of confirmed because it just sort of passes through the door into the house. Well, maybe it wasn't even the door. It just sort of passed, clipped into the house like it's in a video game. It's like... And yeah, like I've, I've never seen anything like that since. And I don't think I'm going to tell him that I saw that or his mum. God forbid I tell his mum. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Love the show. Stay safe out there. We are not out of the dark yet. Right. Well, uh, seeing a literal something go past through a door, I'm just imagining that in my head right now. <laughs> just that it, it is defying space and... Yeah, gravity yes. and walls. Yeah. That would be, uh, I mean, there's your, your confirmation if you're wondering, like, is this a ghost? What is this? Well, there you go. Yeah, when it's uh, going like, right through the wall. Like, like, is it a demon? Yeah. No, that's um, that's freaky. We have a lot of shadow people on the show. We have a lot of shadow people on the show? Yes. You mean, uh, yeah, people talking about shadow people? Yeah. I thought you meant, like, as a guest. <laughs> That'd be great. Today, it's the shadow people, <laughs> but... And instead of Harper this week, we have a shadow person. Yeah. That'd be great. That's funny. Just like just like communicate through the voice box that we have. Yeah. <laughs> shadow people. Exactly. Shadow people. Yep. Uh 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. We would love to hear them. Give me one sec, because I'm trying to figure out where Google put all of my files again on my computer. It looks like it almost duplicated the whole thing. I don't know. <sighs> Why, Google Drive? Why? Why must you make everything harder? It certainly didn't make it easier. Okay. Let's go to our next caller. Here we go. You're on the air. <laughs> I'm listening. on. Here we go. Hey, Tony. Hey, Carol. How are you guys doing? So, um, I've been listening to your guys' uh, podcast for almost a year now, and I've had many experiences since I was a little girl growing up and everything, but this in particular, just it literally was super bizarre. But last night, um, I decided to sage my home since we had a lot of bad, negative energy in our home, and I just want to kind of get rid of it, you know? But last night, my daughter and I were roaming around the house, just going to every single corner. And so we got into my room, and she started hearing different little voices in her head. And she asked me if I heard them. I'm like, I'm not, no, I'm open to those things, but I didn't hear it. And then we go into my bathroom, or my, like, bathroom and, like, our closets are in there. And I'm in, like, my little bathroom area, like, my toilet area, and... The door, like, the door to the closet decided just to, like, open a little bit. My daughter's like, oh, my God, did you see that? And I'm like, ah! So I'm like, I called my partner, and I'm like, we're freaking out. 
just a little bit, not too much. And then I'm like still staging, going into my room, going around the corners. And as soon as my partner came up to the door to our bedroom, my daughter ran to her and hugged her and just hysterically bawled her eyes out. But the thing was, like, this was no ordinary, like, cry she does. It was just unusual cry. It was very hysterical, but it was so scary. Like, I'm like an empath, so I feel the things, and my heart was just feeling so much fear, and, like, a dark, dark feeling came over my heart and my soul. And I was, I didn't know what to do, but I just kept looking at my daughter, and I'm just like, you know, that's not her. But the thing was, what got me is when she stopped immediately crying and said, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. I wasn't crying. Mom, I'm serious. Like, that wasn't me crying. She's 11 years old, okay? And she doesn't really, like, tap into these things. But the thing was, when she just literally snapped right out of it and said, that wasn't me, it just threw me for a whirlwind. Um, and we kept going to the house and staging. But she kind of, like, kept, you know, hysterically crying here and there. And I let her hold the whole stick of stage and just, you know, kind of get her to say, you know, get out, whatever, but, you know, I started sharing my story, and that's all. I will call in with more stories. Have a good day, guys. Love you. What? <laughs> so a entity was literally taking over your daughter's soul and making her cry. That, uh, that's not good when that happens. No kidding. If I was that mom right there, I'd be like, What's happening? Demon away. That's where you get the demon away out, you know? Yeah, that's, that's where I would be like, get the hell out. Yeah, you get the demon away. It's a spray. It's by Johnson & Johnson. And uh, you just spray it. Spritz it into the air a little bit. They have different scents. There's one that's uh, like lavender. There's a chamomile one. And there's just fresh scent. And you spray it. And demons go away. Forget about spraying. I open up the bottle and just completely dump it on her. Well, you don't want to overdo demon away. Because then it can just it can work in reverse too, and then it can attract more demons. I mean, everybody knows this. It's things you learn in school sometime, honey. <laughs> I'd be like, my dad says there's demon away. <laughs> Get the hell out of my house, you yeah. demon! My daddy says that we got that demon away in the laundry room, and it just does wonder. All right, that's going to wrap up today's episode of uh, Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. And EPP, as we call them, at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Until next time, for Harper, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. Dun, 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 dun.